0: And welcome back to another episode of Sorted Out The Podcast. I'm Harvey. And I'm Alex. How are we doing this week? Yeah, doing all right. It's right. Uh, it's been a fun, jam-packed week full of activities that I don't usually do. Good. The cinema being one of them. Yes, I have also been, we haven't been together, but we have no. both been to the cinema. You've talked previously about how much you don't like going to the cinema because of uh, other cinema goers. Yeah, yeah, so what I did this time was I decided to just go a little bit more upmarket with the cinema choice. I feel like this is something that's happening in in everything you're doing in life at the moment, (laughs) which is probably why you're stopping hanging around with me as much. (laughs) You start to go to uh, swanky cocktail bars, and I feel like you eat out more than you eat in. I can't remember the last time you cooked anything. You used to get HelloFresh, which even that's a bit... (laughs) The a bit millennial swank. Well, I only used to get HelloFresh when it was on a discounted rate. Oh, now have you run out... Have you oh, not no, done that I thing no. where you create loads of... I no, might sir. do one through the Sword out email. I have done that thing. Um, but the thing was, it was just... The reason why I signed up for HelloFresh initially was because I wanted something which was going to quicken my meal prep times. I understand that. Yeah, you know, in the sense that I don't have to think about what I'm going to cook, get the ingredients, and basically I wanted something that I can make... Throw it together in about 10, 15 minutes, and it's a nice, healthy meal. Yeah. What ended up happening was I actually had to do cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that, actually. I think I was there when you received your first box because you complained about it on the phone <laughs> and got it for free or something. <laughs> and um, you were you were saying to me then, you were like, oh, I thought that literally all that you would have to do is take it out and, like, microwave it, <laughs> and it would be a fully prepared chili carne." Yeah, but no, you were wrong. No, what actually happened was, instead of me doing my usual cooking with pre-diced onions... Yeah. Uh, ...garlic puree... Yes. ...these are the sorts of ingredients that you I... You love. ...gravitate towards. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm also... Do you know what I bought this week? Um, frozen chopped garlic. Normally I get the chopped garlic in the vinegar... But the vinegar's kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah. um, but I understand why it's there to keep longer. But freeze it, last forever. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, when the, when a fucking full onion and a full garlic turned up, I was like, oh god, this <laughs> no! Is not, this is <laughs> not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, too much, too much <laughs> chopping. Yeah, I I do find that a bit weird. I, I, what I do, what I like about it though is that it's like it is minimal waste. Like you don't ever end up left with anything, except I've got this bag of Arborio rice, which I believe is a key component in a risotto. It is. Which... I must have had from HelloFresh, because it's got the label on, and I'm pretty sure I had the risotto, so I don't know where I've missed out on that, but I've missed out on double the amount of rice. Mm. By the way, have you ever cooked a risotto? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I will not dicks, be dicks, cooking one again. Dicks! dicks, dicks. Don't get this wrong, they're nice. They ain't that nice. What the hell? Why is that rice impenetrable with water? How- <laughs> <laughs> it goes, cook the rice for 20 minutes while <laughs> stirring. And there, that the is arm's a- about to fall off about three hours later. And I'm tasting it. <laughs> Tilt. It still tastes like gravel. <laughs> <laughs> like little pebbles in the pan. It says, like, add a ladle of yeah, why, water why, why every, you, why, every, like, few minutes. Why are you only allowed a ladle's worth? Why can't you flood it? I've never known anything only get wetter by adding a tiny bit of water to it. It's if you soak it, it'll be better. Yeah, by the end, I was just pouring in a full <laughs> kettle load. Yeah. I mean, come on! Well, that's what happened to me. Um, it said that you only needed about 500 mil or something like that. <laughs> I pumped in about six pipes. <laughs> Honestly, it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And the rice, still by the end of it, was hard, but it was edible. So, so, crunchy. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, I realised <laughs> that. When I was cooking that, that this was the last time I was ever going to cook a risotto. Yeah, yeah, completely understandable. I think I I understand. I never used to understand why they were so expensive in restaurants. It's because they've had to fucking put someone in since nine o'clock that morning making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you leave it, it all gets stuck to the bottom of the pan. And... Yeah, yeah, it's it's so labour intensive. It, like, it requires so much effort. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I sort of my relationship with a uh, oh, little fresh. Yeah, um, where, where did you where did you where did you go then? Where was the where was this uh, upmarket cinema trip? Um, oh yeah, I forgot that. how so we got onto it? Um, so it was in the Newcastle Metro Centre. Or actually, Gateshead if, you, if yeah. you want to get specific, I would be specific. About, uh, no, I wouldn't because I would say <clears throat> I'm from Newcastle, even though I'm mm. from initially the Gateshead side. And it was the IMAX cinema. Right. I'll be honest, I didn't think, when you set up and I didn't think you were going to go um, Metro Centre Odeon. I thought you were going to go that everyman cinema in town where you get, like, f- three-course meal and cocktails. No, no, I, I, well, it was... <laughs> All you've done is paid a pound to upgrade IMAX. Well, it was IMAX, but the chairs reclined. You had a little electric... It was, it was great, to be fair. Sat down in the chair, and, you know, like, if you're an old person... Yes. You have the sort of reclining chairs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nana's got a reclining bed. Poor. It literally can do, it can hoist her out of it. But she also once got trapped in it. <laughs> Honestly, trapped, no clothes on. Me, poor granddad. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if one of those things malfunctions with an old person, it could be curtains. Oh, 100%, without a doubt. Well, did you hear, I don't know if you've seen those seats where it's like the 4D experience in the cinema, and the seats move with the, the motion on the picture. Done a burp. <laughs> um, the motion on a on a on the I picture. I don't think I'd like that. No, it's horrible. It's so. It's honestly by like eight minutes in, you're thinking, "Oh my god, how long is this movie?" And you look, and it's and also Creed would be the worst one because you're getting punched all over. Yeah, that, I did. I hadn't mentioned that it was Creed. Oh, did you not? Know? Yeah. Well, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but For the this, listeners, it was Creed. It was Creed. <laughs> the third Creed. Um, no, this this guy had. Uh, he went to see. Uh, this this film in the 4D and his phone dropped out of his pocket because of the aggressive shaking and he put his head underneath the seat and it honestly crushed his skull. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's, like, warnings. Don't put your head between the chairs. Well, why would you? Be, well, exactly. Well, unfortunately, he's not here to understand that he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, well, like I was saying, that I think the previous... Cinema that I'd went to, Cineworld, must have been four D, and the fourth dimension was definitely the smell of shit <laughs> that was wafting through the air. Uh, <laughs> that was that was the case when I went to see Cocaine Bear, um, and we walked in, but there was only two of us in our party that could smell it, but there was enough. Pe- there was five people, so either three of them stank of shit, or. <laughs> They they had no sense of smell, or they may have had COVID. I don't know if you can hear, but I'm, I'm developing a, a, a cold of sorts, which oh, probably I means see. I'm <laughs> inflicting a bit of COVID on you. <laughs> it's just so we can spend a bit more time together. <laughs> well, luckily, I've never had COVID, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm immune to, the, to it. Yeah, we were on the we were on the uh, trip over here, and I was I was complaining that I be, I, I believe that uh, prescriptions used to be. Um, Uh, £9 per prescription. And I was trying to get Alex to explain what he thinks the price of prescriptions were, but it's apparently £9 per item. He didn't tell me that because, and I quote, I've never had a prescription before. (laughs) The the man is immune to illness. And I, I explained the concept of what a prescription was, and then he went, oh, yeah, I've had one of those, but I was a child then, so I didn't pay. So... Yeah, well, there you go. Maybe we should test you. <laughs> Maybe what you're lacking height, you make up for in immune defence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's I'm, a fair compromise. I'm a weak man, but <laughs> my immunity is strong. Yeah, I think that's quite good. That's a good Tinder bio for if you ever break up, hopefully, <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, so, so Creed. Yeah. Creed. Um, oh, it was good. I, I mean, I very much enjoyed the first two, which I watched on Saturday last week. Oh, (laughs) Was it a Creed Marathon? Basically. Nice. um, I saw the advert for the third one. I went, that looks sick. Yeah. I'm going to watch the first two and then go to the cinema to watch the third one. Excellent. Uh, Good choice, to be fair. I went yesterday and it was a very, very good film. I mean, by the end of the first one, I had toilet roll wrapped around each of my hands like boxing wraps and I was shadow boxing in the mirror with my shirt off Uh, I would say I was exactly the same but obviously my top was fully on although that film um, for uh, enjoyers of male bodies my god it's it's a full on performance from those men's muscles they're both in such good shape it's horrible (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, like I was sat... Well, me and uh, me mate, Curtis, uh, he specifically asked to be named on the podcast. Did he? Yeah, because he said he didn't like it when I said my friend when I was talking about his dead nana. Oh, right, OK. Um, so my friend Curtis on the... Po- um, um, He, me and him, both... um, port- Portly gentlemen, I think would be the, <laughs> the, the, the polite phrase. And um, <clears throat> we were sat there with uh, his his uh, fiance. And um, uh, the, the comparison between Michael B. Jordan and the other guy um, when they got their tops off in the ring <laughs> and me and Curtis sat next to each other was uh, something to behold, to be honest with you. <laughs> but what was quite interesting, you, you may remember this from a former podcast listeners, uh, is the northeast sleep apnea epidemic. Well, I found the epicenter because sat <laughs> behind us was... The UK's largest man, first of all. Um, His uh, leg-tapping, drumming girlfriend. And he was breathing like a fucking Labrador eating soup. Oh, my God, it was horrible. He was literally like... (laughs) I didn't have a a clue. There was no tension in the film. He was ruining all that. It was horrible. (sighs) Oh, dear. Maybe you you thought you were watching fucking Darth Vader or something. Yeah, it did. Do you know th- there's a bit at the end of it where it goes all a bit um, bright lights and, and it, it's a bit strange and it goes a bit avant garde. And at that point, when he was breathing in the background, it, he could have made an appearance, Darth Vader. <laughs> could have. <laughs> but yeah, no, I did enjoy. I'd, 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 I'd give it a good rating, Creed Three, if you hadn't seen it. Yeah, I was a di- bit disappointed. With the Are you lack giving, of... a, you're giving them a number or? Um, <clears throat> i will give it an 8 Wow An 8 out of 10 That's From a man who does not watch films Well I watch films mm. uh, Do you want to hear a list of my films which are 10s? Uh, yeah <laughs> I do I do um, Okay One of the greatest films I've ever seen I don't know if you've ever seen the film with Mark Wahlberg Shooter Oh right okay ten. I wasn't expecting that one <laughs> That's a 10 for you is it? That is, that's a 10 Okay Yep um, cool Runnings. Wow. About the Jamaican Bob. says. Seeing team. that, that yeah, is a 10. <laughs> that 10. Yeah, a 10. Wow. I'll be honest, I didn't expect this list. No, and neither did I, which is why I can't remember any others. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought would be yours. Uh, Green Street 1. <laughs> 10. Green Street I, 2. Do you know what I can actually do live, if I can remember my login, is... Uh, and I'm going to bear the brunt of your abuse for this, but... Please tell me I... you've got an IMBD account. Yes. Excellent. But this is from when I was, I would say, in the oh. ages of 14 to 16. Wow. I went on a fucking IMBD Bing. rampage. Did you? And started rating films on it. Yeah, excellent. So I could go through my list. I would love to, yeah, I think that's content <laughs> that we really want to hear. Yeah, like, that would be so good. Yeah, I think... Well, you strike me as... Well, we sometimes used to... Well, I just remember the good old days um, when we sometimes used to watch awful uh, films that included either Danny Dyer or um, some other sort of London hard hard man. Yeah. uh, Which I feel will be (laughs) consistent with this list. Right, Okay, I'm going to go through some of the the, the rating so I need to sort this by uh, top rated okay so we're getting the good ones first so we're getting the good ones first law abiding citizen 10 I would I would argue that's 9 but good film okay uh, Shawshank Redemption 10 yeah I think that's <laughs> who a, were you trying to impress uh, there at 14 I don't know watching the Shawshank Redemption at 14 <laughs> and you're going yeah that's a 10 alright okay film buff <laughs> I think it's because my dad had a poster signed by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Did he? Where's he? How's he got that? Uh, eBay. All oh, right, OK. <laughs> it's OK. So somebody <laughs> else has met him and your dad's bought somebody else's token. Yeah. Excellent. Harry Brown, 10. <sighs> Nine. Rock and Roller, 10. It's not, it's not a 10. It's a good film, but it's not a 10. Um. Okay. Where also, Harry oh, Brown. Alex, Green Rattler. Street. You were wrong. I've put it as a nine. Wow! <laughs> wow! One one day we will uh, we will shallow dive a, a particular scene in Green Street, uh, which Alex <laughs> loves. Alex, we give that scene a ten. <laughs> so we'll, we'll shallow dive that later. We may even do that at the end of this episode. That would be, be good. Lucky. Yeah, we, yeah. Let's do that. Um, crank. With Jason Statham Not a 10. It's the film no where way a ten. basically he has to keep his heart rate yeah. at a certain level by like shagging, yeah. fighting,
1: <laughs> just, racing,
0: just keeping himself alive. Full of adrenaline. Yeah. And if you give it it. That's a 10, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, um, <laughs> I've put that as a 10, but American Gangster and in Bruges, 9. <laughs> You have horrible, horrible uh, taste. Click is a nine. Click with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll tell you why I give that one a nine. It's a nice story, isn't it? It's the only film, really, that's brought me to tears. Which bit? Uh, you know when he gets really fat and like he's wobbling his liposuction and he's laying on the ground in the rain and his family have all departed him and yes. he's crying out for his son who's now... He's, he's skinny as well the son yeah. he's handsome um, and do you know what that was emotional for me yeah I, understand. I can understand that and that's the only film that's made you cry or did you say yeah. that Yeah. was that yeah. a statement that was a statement Click is the only film that's ever made you cry <laughs> yes. wow bloody hell Scary Movie 3 9 <laughs> <laughs> brilliant just the third one you've rated you haven't done any more uh, I might have done, but they obviously didn't get. They've not got they nine. Get, they didn't get these these higher uh, these higher ratings. Um, I can see a film here. It looks like it might have Paul Walker in it. our oh, rest in peace. Oh yeah, um, from Fast and Furious called Unstoppable Nine. Sounds, <laughs> I can't remember that one. Sounds really bad. Um, we're we're probably getting an in, into. Can I we mean, go? Can we go lower? Can we see what what you gave low ratings to? I feel uh, like we've, we've, we've cleared the tens, which were... It's a, it was a short list of, um, I mean, decent <laughs> films, but, like, I, I feel like not, not concurrent with what you really thought. Um, OK, so I need to... I've never used the word concurrent out loud. I hope that's um, the correct placement of the word. Concurrent means, like, next to, I think, does oh, it? Uh, I don't know. Any grammar fans or uh, fans of words? There, there is a there's a film called Lightning Jack, uh, which is a western. Right. The overall IMDb rating for it is five. Yeah. But I thought it was worth an eight. <laughs> um, so that's a recommendation. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. Lightning Jack. Who's in it? Uh, man. And how old is it? Paul Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and that's it. Wow. So get 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 out there and watch lightning jack. <laughs> <laughs> Crank High Voltage, the second one, eight. Oh, so, well, the sequel's never as good, is it? <laughs> no. It's never as good. That's a shit. The only one that is as good is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Madagascar Two, I think, is better than the first one. Right, yeah. Never ever seen that? Uh, Cody with the chance of meatballs too. Not as good. I haven't seen that one. Um, I, I did have the first one, the but first unfortunately, one's good. About a bit it was. I, it put me off the fact that when I was watching it yeah. um, on sort of a let's. I'm not going to say pirate because I don't want to incriminate yourself, incriminate myself or anyone else. <laughs> yes, but. It kind of put me off when somebody got up in front of the screen and said they were going to go get some popcorn. <laughs> About ten minutes that. into the film, I miss that so much. You, <laughs> you don't, don't get that anymore, do you? The first five minutes are just them just zooming in yeah. and out, just trying to <laughs> try to work trying out to the angle fit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been some substantial money in that in the background. In in the in the in the olden days. Uh, <laughs> yeah that was I, a good I, think, time. I think we've probably exhausted that so uh, there was no really low ranking ones you didn't quite feel like you went on a on a on a rampage with it which is i, I could i could sort the other way um and we could go well it would be what, pretty what good think? to work out what the lowest ranks would be yeah i yeah. think okay. the we'll be dying to hear that oh okay oh, god it was, yeah, sorry chomping this, at the bit this thing is uh, we've okay we've got it we've got it um there's a film called wall-e oh wall-e yeah. yeah one <laughs> That little fucking robot cunt. Second cunt. You'll have a job i have two bleeps there. Feet. We've done yeah. three. Christ. Uh, 500 Days of Summer. Not sure what that's about, but fucking shite. No, what? that's a nine. What? That's a nine. Really? 500 Days of Summer, rom-com. Great film. Really? Yeah. The Big Lebowski. Great film. Two. <laughs> What on earth is that about? It's fucking <laughs> cool. so boring. But well, who are those people that make that? Is this the Coen brothers? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a message for you, Coen brothers. Just fucking stop, will you? <laughs> Bored me to fucking tears. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get some... You'll get some backlash off at the back of that. We've got an international, uh, an international. Well, that's fan what we, want. we want. We want to drum up some controversy. That is true. Some yeah, controversial opinions. You don't get anywhere being nice, to you? That's it. I think you're going to really upset the listener there. Um, now, talking of this, we 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 I did a little bit of digging in terms of our stats um, this week, and I was able to pinpoint certain areas of the geographic world um, in which we are being listened to. Um, it was quite, it was quite eye opening, really, to see where in the world we are being listened to. Uh, listened to. It was quite, a, quite a nice thing. I'm going to pull up the stats now, just so I can show you um, one of the places that I discovered and got quite excited about. So it's in the United States of America, and it's a place called Ashburn. Now, it says that we've got, we've had four listeners from Ashburn, which I thought, wow. Something, something spreading there. Mm. Out where we're spreading like wildfire in <laughs> Ashburn, USA. And then I googled Ashburn. Ashburn is the home of a VPN centre, and it's the largest data centre in America. Right. So it means that four people, probably from the United Kingdom, have listened right. to it on an American VPN. Right. Um, oh, I see we've got a, a listener base in France. We do. Je m'appelle... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. We've got three in Paris and then the rest of me mum. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, so um hello mother. Um this one was particularly nice. El Salvador. Brilliant. Um Hola. Hola Listeners Mi amigo, com, Como estas. Yep. Yeah. Um Honduras, India. Uh only one in Canada. Right. Which I, was, I wasn't happy about. No. One well. in Canada. Mm. If you look at it on the map, I'll show you on the, would, on the scale of the map. I blame the time zone, but podcasts don't. The podcasts never sleep. No. That's what... I never sleep editing it all and <laughs> doing all this. Well, you, you seem to be sleeping pretty well. <laughs> Punk. Um, no lessons in Russia, which I'm glad about. Um, I would like to look at all that segment of the world that I'm happy to discredit in the face of war. I don't want you to listen, Russia. No. Um, no listens in Ukraine. Busy at the minute. Um, but when you look at Canada, it's a, it's a massive country, and to see one next to it is pretty pretty upsetting. Mm. Um, and also the entire continent of Africa um, we're yet to tap into. So well, yeah. there's, there's room for growth, room there for expansion. Is. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely start. I'd like to see blue all over that map. So would I. That's what I, um, for the listener... Uh, if it's been listened to the, the country goes blue. He's not just looking for increased sea levels. Yeah, um so other than other than the cinema, I mean obviously I did two trips, so I did uh Cocaine Bear, which was I, I highly recommended. Was it. that a ten? Nah. No. No, I think I gave it a solid seven. Alright, that's that's which is still a good it's a good it, do you know what that means? It's a watchable movie. Yeah. Seven. I don't think I've given anything 10. I mean, let's be honest, I usually don't go to the cinema. Yeah, because it. of the films. Do you go for the experience? No. <laughs> what do you go for? Because the other person wants you there. Something something to do that doesn't in- involve boozing. Oh uh, yes, and obviously at the moment, you are penalised for every alcoholic drink you have. And that brings me on to listeners To What are we drinking this week? Well, Alex normally prepares a nice alcoholic beverage. This week, he gave me a light, light, light amount of apple and blackcurrant diluted juice. When I asked him why, I said, is it the time of the month? Obviously, we're well, midway through the month. You probably will still have copious amounts of cash, but I am running low, low, low. <laughs> um, and he said no, and then I looked on his wall... And he has a calendar. I said, that's a nice calendar. What do those numbers mean? Him and his partner, not his podcast partner, but his real-life partner, have set up a fitness task. <laughs> where they're... Uh, please, will you explain the rules to the listener? So, the rules are, it's it works on a cash basis. Yeah. Um, primarily, Sold. because if I want to get fit, there's only one thing that's going to motivate me. And that's cold, hard. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, it works for Super 6. I get competitive with that. Yep. It works for fantasy football. Another thing you play with her? I don't, actually. She right. doesn't have fantasy football. But Super 6 I do. Yeah. And I'm fucking smashing it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> have that. Have hey, that. Up, cough up. <laughs> So, anyway, I thought I need something to motivate me because otherwise I'm just going to sack off the gym. I'm going to eat... As you said earlier, I've been eating out quite a lot. A lot? I've been pigging out. You've ate a lot of curry. Yeah. Um, So I need something to snap me back into shape before we get to holiday season. Ah, I forgot about the holiday that you will definitely be going on together. Have you got anything booked? I've got two holidays booked. Hmm. Yeah. Go on. I've got a golfing trip in May. Yeah. I remember Um, that, actually. Yeah. I declined the offer. In Portugal. Yeah. And I've got a week in Turkey. That screams new relationship. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what that screams. Everyone goes to Turkey, don't they? Yeah? Everyone goes to Turkey. Is it all inclusive? No. Well, good. <laughs> that, well, that, yeah. Yeah, well, that'll be nice. And I think you do need to have your summer body ready. Yeah. So, essentially, you get uh, money per activity you do on a daily basis if you go to the gym you get 20 quid if you go to the um, if you do a run 15 quid if you get 10,000 steps that's a tenner if you hit your calorie goals that's a tenner so there's money up for grabs every day yeah. and then how rich are you too? you so, not be fucking no. out well basically it, it works out quite even and then you just at the end of the week whatever the surplus is that's that the money that gets distributed so, to the other person it, uh, this week I'm a fiver up oh Over the month? We're on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's still a time to go. And also, uh, your girlfriend's job is fitness instructor. (laughs) So I feel like you're fighting a losing battle there, I'll be honest. I know I'm going to have to somehow get out of this. Crank it up. Arrangement. Well, I know how you've done it. You distribute all the administration tasks of this thing to me. (laughs) So you've got more time to... That's why I don't have time to exercise. It's because of the podcast. (laughs) So if you're listening, get off my back. I'm busy. I'm a busy man yeah well anyway that was uh, that's my fitness calendar and that's how I motivate myself why don't you give it a try I'm not recommending it if you're not going to win that's probably the underlying uh, motto of a story well my thought process is who am I going to do it with who's lazy enough to do it, Ooh, Curtis, could do it. Curtis could do it you and Curtis could do it against each other that but might you, be good no because Holly could not, Holly whips him into shape you could definitely can trust each other that's so true. Yeah, we would both just lie. <laughs> yeah, that... Yeah. Like, I, I said this before, like, there's no... The, he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't... That's why we got onto it. Uh, he's like, I can't have an alcoholic beverage tonight. I said, why? Oh, because it'll incur some points and I'll go over my calories. Mm. Just don't write it down. You just can't test your blood. Well, true, but I'd only be cheating myself. God. I'm definitely not going to cheat. <laughs> After this is finished recording. No, of course not. That would be awful if we went to watch the Champions League football in the pub. I'm a man of my word. Yeah, you are. So wait a minute, she didn't listen to this. Yeah, true. Yeah, she won't. <laughs> she. It's just my family that listen to it. She probably doesn't even know you've done it. You didn't talk about it that so 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 infrequently. Um, also, would I like to do a quick um, a quick shout out um, if if possible to two potential new listeners that we met on Sunday night when we went to see a very nice gifted present from Alex from her birthday uh, when we went to Jim Jeffries, We met two lovely men from Middlesbrough and apparently they're now going to listen to this podcast. So hello to people that we don't know. It's <laughs> nice to have real fans. <laughs> Thank you. Although I think he was more interested in my previous podcast that I did. Yeah, he was. That was that was quite an Once he once he advised that he was a DJ, and then you were like, "Oh, well, actually, I've got uh, my my former podcast, the one that I really used to put time and effort into, uh, was a <laughs> lovely uh, podcast about house music." Yeah, and he got he got really excited about that, and I didn't really have much to go off when he asked what this one was about, and I said, "Oh, we, we don't really talk about much this week. For example, we talked about a whale that exploded." <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not it's not it's not a good selling point that one I'll be honest. We'll we have to we will have to think of how we sell this podcast to a little well, bit. Well once they listen to it, I believe it sells itself. Yeah. I mean we started off saying that it wasn't about Christianity, but potentially that's a market we could tap into. I think we're gonna have to. Well, um uh, the Central American region, which is where we're popular in Honduras and El Salvador, um very holy, he- heavily Christian, yeah, mm-hmm. heavily Christian, and perhaps that's why we're not tapping into markets in uh, the whole continent of Africa. Yeah, maybe something worth exploring. Yeah, and, and what are the what are the biggest religions in that area? Christianity, voodoo, <laughs> voodoo, <laughs> voodoo. <laughs> so, listeners, we're now turning this into a voodoo, voodoo. podcast. <laughs> So I hope you sleep easy tonight. Um, I think that And if you don't, it's because we've got a doll that we're pricking. (laughs) That'd be... That's horrible. Um, Anyway, I think that sums up this week's podcast. I'm quite happy with the the, the 30 minutes or so that we've done. Happy with that? Yeah. Well, no. It was shite, that, wasn't it? Do you think? (laughs) I don't don't think it was. All right, Well, we'll put it out, then. Yeah, let's put it out. Ah, Get it out there. Stick it out. As promised. I was just about uh, to say that as well. I'm really pleased that you said that (laughs) because I was literally about to say the words, as promised, and I was annoyed when you started to breathe. I do do keep (laughs) most promises. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You do? Yeah. Oh, nice segue back to the previous point. Yeah, yeah. Well, as promised, um, I'm going to now give you a little bit of a, a deep... Oh, no, sorry, yes. a shallow dive. Thank you. A shallow dive. Insert drip. Into Green Street Hooligans, the first film. Uh, if you haven't seen the film... What is it you, called Green the, Street Hooligans? It is in America. So I'm giving uh, it Of course, full, yeah, we've got... Yeah, I mean, I'm being inclusive of uh, every, all of our listeners. All of our listeners, yeah, just yeah of the course. Uh, do you know how to say Green Street in Ashburn? <laughs> <laughs> well remembered. Uh, Ash, uh, do you know how to say Green Street in Spanish? No. <laughs> verde is the first word. Estrada Verde. Estrada Verde. Yeah. There you go. Estrada Everyone. Verde, a la derecha, por favore. Nice. Gracias. Please continue. Um, I can't continue with Spanish, but... <laughs> essentially, the plot um, it is about an American journalist who comes to the UK um, to write journalism as you can tell point (laughs) over thanks for listening as you can tell I've done a bit of writing in my time (laughs) Um, but it gets a bit mixed up in the whole West Ham hooligan culture as you would and specifically West Ham Millwall yeah which is (laughs) as everybody knows the biggest rivalry of teams that never play each other (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) what happens is, of course, they draw Millwall in the cup. (laughs) What what, what are the chances of that? (laughs) What are the odds? I didn't know if you knew, but we're filming a blockbuster movie. (laughs) Um, And so what happens is, this long-standing rivalry between the two firms. (laughs) (laughs) The two firms. Millwall and West Ham. The Green Street elite. As they're called, GSE! Horrible. They get themselves proper pumped up for this FA. I think it probably will be, round yeah, yeah. tie. <laughs> Literally, there is nothing game <laughs> in which West Ham should evidently clearly win. Um, but what happens is one of the main West Ham hooligans called Bother... Good name. Um, he, for some reason, he becomes a bit of a traitor, and when they're drinking in the pub the night before the game, he goes over to the Millwall f- firm. Yeah, the their their headquarters. The Millwall gang, yeah, if you like. Um, uh, Millwall, <laughs> Millwall, it's me, bother. You might know me from the G S E. Excuse me. <laughs> it's the other <opposite. laughs> Yeah, but might as well. Brother. This is a former life. <laughs> excuse me. I think you're fine that West Ham United are currently drinking <laughs> in the Bowling pub. No! And Millwall obviously like, Oh, thanks, buddy! <laughs> thank you. They're like, Oh, thank you, kind sir. Yeah, I, think, um, I think we might pop over and see them. We'll give them a good shaking down with our tongues. <laughs> I might write a strongly worded email to the head of the GSE. I my thumb at you, sir. Um, sir, so, of course, Millwall in in their numbers yeah um at least oh, 12, 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they go to take on the entire film yeah they go over with if i remember this right you know the film um oh god i was gonna call it acapulco but it's basically <laughs> <laughs> it's that one directed by mel gibson apocalypse 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 <laughs> Acapulco. <laughs> What's Acapulco? There's a, a bingo hall in Halifax. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... um, Yeah, so not Acapulco. Not some sort of fucking 80s... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, Acapulco. Yeah, synth pop track. <laughs> um, but Apocalypto, when in the woods they carry, like, um, spears of wood on fire to, like... Yes. Guy's <laughs> guy yes. The see yeah. yeah, it is a bit like that. It's definitely tribal. I feel like they might have those. A flaming spear. <laughs> I feel like they're carrying yeah. wooden flaming torches. Yeah, they look, like they, they look like an angry mob marching up the hill towards the castle. One of them might have a pitchfork. Yes, yes, 100%, <laughs> they're the villagers. They're told up. Yeah, they are, they're told up. And when they get to the pub, which West Ham is inside, and they're all they're just singing... Having, yeah, like, a, they might be singing Bubbles or... I think, yeah, I think they could be. Like They're having a, a jovial nice time. Yeah. They're just enjoying themselves, aren't they? Blissfully unaware <laughs> <laughs> that 12... Millwall hooligans are about to jump clean through the windows with flaming torches. Now, this is the best part because there is a perfectly good set of doors. <laughs> there's multiple, I've been to the pub, which they, I mean, they filmed it in. There's a fire exit, there's a front entrance, there are multiple ways to get in and out of that boozer without jumping through a window. <laughs> They opted that the the quickest and most aggressive way to get through into the building was to dive through probably double 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 glazed <laughs> uh, double glazed windows. Now I'd like to know what would have happened if that if it didn't work. What if they just bounced off stuff. The element of surprise is completely lost. <laughs> they go, wow, what was, that? what was that bang on the window? <laughs> what's, what's all those flippin' bitch folks outside? Oh, it's Millwall. So, yeah, I, I would recommend going on YouTube, finding that scene, just probably typing Green Street pub. Pub, yeah. Fight scene. Just and like... watch them all. It, it was kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen. It was a good effort. Synchronized swimming. Yeah. <laughs> It was a bit like that. It, it, it's, it's almost poetic the way that one moves and then it sort of flows like along yeah. a line. Yeah. Um, they. It's the like it's a like liquid jumps, motion. Exactly. The first guy jumps through the window, followed by the second window, followed by the third. It's perfectly coordinated. It they've, they've done this before. <laughs> it has, they definitely this. have. Um, I would probably recommend them to get the. Well, first off, Millwall Hooligans, if you're listening. <laughs> Book yourself a little flight to Japan. Get yourself on the game show Takeshi's Castle. Yes. Because there is a, a game, a particular game, and my favourite. Go on. Where essentially the, the aim of it is to jump through a door. It's the best. It's the best door. <laughs> the, the aim of the game is they they run down a hill, and there's five doors. Four of them are solid, <laughs> and one of them is made of paper. <laughs> And for some reason, even though it probably wouldn't take much to go for a paper door, they go fucking rapid. <laughs> they go so fast. Head first. <laughs> they go so fast. At these doors. They go so fast. The metal thing, in my opinion, about it is they, they. I feel like they're all just stood waiting. to go as well. And I feel like they always just hit the wrong one. And I don't know if while we're right, we want a deep dive to Keshi's Castle, but that is a show that is... I feel like Possibly. we might have to give it its own segment because it yeah. is bloody brilliant. It, it is. Everything about it from Craig Charles to the to the to the contestants <laughs> to everything. To the man who what's in the, in the honeycomb yeah. the honeycomb maze who <laughs> for some reason has a palm full of oil that he puts in your face. What's, what's the crack of that? What? He's so weird. <laughs> oh. yeah, and then I'm Craig going. Charles is just like, and he's in the dune. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> No winners this time. Once again, he's Well, right, okay. What they call well. the Emerald Guard? Oh, bl- the Emerald Guard. Oh God, they I tell you what? If they want something that is going to stop terrorism in the UK <laughs> or get even America, God, I would fucking it. be on the blower to the Emerald Guard straight away because they were undefeated. I've never, I've never, and this is a, this is a, this is a, uh, this is an exclusive clip. Uh, I've never seen anyone win Takeshi Castle. I've never seen anyone beat the Emerald Guard. Because no. at the end, they've got, like, they've got, the difference, they've got this little, this little tiny water pistol thing, and they've got to go up against the Emerald Guard, who've got fire hoses. <laughs> it's like crowd control, water sprayers. So, here's a listen to our Prime Minister, whoever it is now. Um... Yeah. Um, Fighting right. the war on terror. Don't need all that fucking military budget. Nah. All you need is a few dinky jo- dodgums and some war pistols. Get the Emerald Guard on it. I'd love to see them going around and stopping knife crime in London. <laughs> oh, no, it's the, it's the Emerald Guards. Quick, quick, get away. That would stop the postcode code wars. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't get any fucking... People fucking with them, would you? Nah, no way, no way. They they demanded respect. No one's selling food on that yard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that's pretty much wrapped up this week. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for deep diving that, Alex. That was uh, enjoyable. No problem. Anytime. Catch you on the next one. Bye bye.